This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, I could talk everybody. Um, we're holding here in Pashas Miketz, and obviously, as you would expect, Pashas Miketz steals a lot of dreams. Um, one of the Yanim that sort of lacks some clarity in Chazal um, are dreams real, nonsense, are they something, not something, um, and 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 the Rishonim tried to make Seder from all of the different um, um, Chazal. Some Chazal say dreams are nothing, some Chazal say dreams are Nevoa, and there have been a Bechai as a short piece here, Dabarbanel is Mayrich a lot. There is also an Akeda, um, not here, but uh, uh, that speaks about it. And uh, we're going to try to learn the two in Yanim here. Um, so let's see the first Rabbeinu Bechaya, who gives just a short overview of three different types of Halomos. Dabarbanel actually goes into the point of different d- dreams and what does the Pisrin accomplish? Which is one of the strange aspects of Chalomos. So let's see the first piece. Veda, kya Chalomos, they gimel sibos. They macholim, machshavos, kizukanefesh. So it's, it's always helpful if you translate these things into something more contemporary. Macholim um, means chemical, physical um, body functions. And let's see where he says it. Macholim molidim gasos, umalin oshal amoach. So he says this means um, when you eat too much, and this is the, the language that was used by Kadmonim, the, 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 um, the whatchamacallit, the uh, vapors kind of rise up to the, to the mind. It's not very different than saying the mind is a physical being, the brain, I should say, is a physical entity, um, it has the way they call it a static, whatever it is, it's a mumble jumble of just random stuff going on. And that is absolutely meaningless. Two, there's a psychological type of function. A person thinks a lot during the day and is obsessed with something. Um, he obviously dreams about it. So, um, and it's one of the places where it'll come out. There was a, um, a Rebbe in Yerushalayim many, many years ago who was passed over. His father left his brother-in-law as the Rebbe. And a few years later, he got up one morning and he said he had a dream. His father came to him and said he should take over. So, the, um, I guess the, 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 the pundits of Yerushalayim said, He's been dreaming this dream a very long time already. And we need not believe him that it was a conscious lie, but we certainly can feel it's something that's been on his mind for a long time. And um, maybe that's what it was. So that's There is, however, a level of nefesh of a person's soul that can sometimes get stronger powers and sense things beyond itself. So 
ובשעס השנש הגוסו בטלס, הכוח הזה מסחזק בו, עד שיהיה עניין נדמלו כלרוע אויסי בהרגש. והחלום הזה צודק כשהכוח המדמה חוזק באודום, והוא שבו לאודום מבלי שהר בו של הדרך הרגילוס כלל. So, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar tells us about something that is a, a, um, another function of the, of the mind, not quite a divine message. Let's talk a little bit about this, because the terminology we use a lot. Um, the, the terminology, again, this is Aristotle's terminology, but it's a terminology that was adopted by everybody because it, it seems to be very reasonable terminology, is a person's mind has two, um, two uh, what's the right word for it? It's, it's almost like two programming languages and two systems. There is Koach Hamedame, which is badly translated as imagination or fantasy, but really what it is is the following. Pieces, bits and pieces of whatever sensory input I have in me stick in the brain. A person remembers a particular scene a person remembers a smell, a scream, a laughter, many, many items that physical events that the senses registered and stay stored, and just sort of a language of figures, images, etc. And then there is a very calculating part of the mind, which is closer to being a computer. In other words, it makes a cheshman and says, if this, then this, if that, if that, and so on. Intuitive thinking, critical thinking is that second one, is the mind, is, 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 the, is that brain type of, of, of operation of that. Um, intuitive thinking tends to be the first. Um, and that is where I get to the answer without processing it. Um, let's take a very simple example that today is, is common. Uh, in a business, you'll have a very big business and you'll have one type of businessman will make intuitive decisions and be right a lot of the time. And there will be analysts that will do it their way. And they'll also be right. Now, the intuitive thinker, he doesn't, we don't believe as Ruach HaKodesh. I don't believe Ruach HaKodesh is common amongst business people. Maybe I'm mistaken, but that's not what I have to go with that. Unless the Hasidish Yidin. But um, they're not Ruach HaKodesh. But it's a type of thinking that uses Koach HaDimyan. I feel, I, I, I can, I can't even tell myself why, but I, that type of look on this person's face tells me this company's not doing good. That type of look on the workers over there tells me something is really, really revving up and there's something big going to happen there. I, and those are things that the Koach HaMedame has. So a lot of times the answer will pop up to me at night because that's a time when Koach HaMedame is strong. So it's not going to be running through uh, a, a rational process, but through an intuitive process. And this is the Nevoah that said, Chazal said, were given to Shotim and Tinokos. In other words, they don't make conscious judgments and everything like that. They let things naturally flow through them. So he says, that's why, oddly enough, 
the people who don't have that input, we don't, for us, it's hard to function to it because our mind sets pre, this can't be, this is impossible, you don't want this to be, and so on. And that's why the Kohanam works. So the person hasn't done any conscious thinking about this particular Indian, and they come to where Tzadikim is showing so, and the Kodesh wanted Paro to have this dream so that this whole thing come about. He doesn't, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar is not explaining where a Kodesh comes into the picture. Um, he's explaining process, like we said, and it could be Rishayim Tzadikim, it could be Shaitim Tanim. He does not talk about a Nevu in any sense of the word. And he leaves it a bit. He does say over here it's called a Nevo Katana, but it sounds from, from the Shiv Delishna of Rebbe that it's sort of a, a sort of a, a, um, a metaphor. It, it means Nevo Katana because it appears to be unbased on anything, on any rational process, which is a very, very this world process. So Rebbe leaves us a little bit that Abarmanel is more Meirich. And, um, and, and he does put certain points in over here. It, it, you know, the, the, basically, Everybody's motor, there are halomos that mean absolutely nothing. There are halomos that are mixture and the halomos that are pure emes. We have to go and see what they are. So this is a, a, a bit of a long piece of it in Abarbanel. Now, I think I mentioned before that Abarbanel has a habit, a positive habit of bringing down many of the shittas that were there before him. Um, he's, he sort of sums up, he disagrees with them many times, but it's, it, it's a compendium. It's, it's kind of, a lot of times he'll do that. And even sometimes if he doesn't mention it by name, he will have incorporated different shitas um, that are before him. He was as late, he was at the end of the Spanish era, at the end of the 15th century. Um, so basically, he, he basically includes most of the major ideas of Rishon. It's an interesting play on the words. He says, I'm going to describe to you what dreams are about, and I can put it in my mouth. It's a play on, on, the, on the words of, of, um, of Yosef, you know, and so on. So he's, he's using the word dimyon slightly different. I want to clear up that it's, it's not a real machlokas in this sense. Everybody is moda. You don't have to be moda. The, the medium of a halom is dimyon. It's, it's an image that you see. It's a movie that you see at night. That's what a halom is. So koach dimyon is actually the medium for it. The question is where it comes from. And the first type is... It is just internal noise generated by the Kochadimian. Anything caused by um, physical, physiological, psychological factors. Shalomah said, dreams come with, because of a lot of foolishness and so on and so forth. By the way, just a, a, a um, parenthetic remark. The Chazinish used to be extremely annoyed with Darshanim who based a Hashkafa or a Shita on a Maimah Chazal or a Pasik. He, he would say, 
you can't choose one. So somebody will come along and says, are meaningless. Look at what Shlomo Melech said and he'll and, and the problem is it's not that Shlomo didn't say it, it's not the story of the Pasik, but 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 you're getting only one particular thing of it. And you need to take all the sheetas into account. It's like someone with Paskin from one sugya. Um and and then there's another sugya that seems to come out with an opposite maskana. Is, that person is is wrong. You need to account for both and explain. This is talking about this. This is talking about this. This is talking about this. When you have a serious in Gemaris and Chazal, whether Chazal or Gemaris, whatever, you basically are answering by explaining, qualifying each statement. So he says there are three types of dreams and three types of and three types of Chazal that we'll talk about. He doesn't say dreams speak falsely. He's saying the dreams of, of falsity, not the fall, that dreams are false, but there are dreams of a certain subspecies of dreams that are false. They're basically just passing on uh, um, false dreams. So this is all the time, anytime Chazal disparage a Cholom and they say it's nonsense, that's the type of dream. Two, some of the heavenly bodies cause it. So this is a second type of dream, and this second type of dream has in itself emis. And let, let's explain, and we'll use the same language. It, it, it's different, Kufa's different languages, but there's the same idea. In in the Rambam's world and many Rishonim, the the whatever we'll call the there, there was an intermediate structure between um, people and Akadosh Baruch Hu, What we would call um, Malachim. Just one second, I have to put in a plug to make it. Uh, my battery is running low. There, there's Malachim. There are different kochavim mazolos, they don't have any, um, what we call it, they don't have any independent discretion, but they represent a higher force. They do represent an, uh, uh, um, an intermediary stage. It's what Mikubalim would call olomos. In other words, the, 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 if, we, if we focus on them at all, it's avodazor, but that they exist Kabbalah speaks of Olamos, the Torah speaks of Malachim. These are, this is part of the machinery that goes from Shemayim down. If a person taps into a higher world, then I, 
then things that will happen later f- do come to him. It's almost as if a, a, a geneticist will look at the genes of, of, a, of a, a forming fetus and tell you about the newborn. So is he a Navi? No, b- because it's there already, but no one else knows it because it's not out yet. So any hashpah that comes from that, those worlds will give you truths, but it's not a message, but it's a truth you can tap into. It's a bit similar to what I said before about intuitive thinking. It's, 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 a, it's a higher form of recognizing, knowing, understanding, but still not. And those will explain things that are very strange. Um, I, 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 I had an experience myself, strangest of experiences. My mother, Allah Shalom, was in an old age home in a, in a ward, kind of a dementia ward. She wasn't quite, I mean, you know, she had limitations at that time. And this was uh, seven years ago when my brother was in sleep, passed away. And we found out about it. And we decided, we obviously, we're going the next day. But we wanted to visit her so that we could be gone for a week without explanation and that, that. The, the home that she was in had no from residence, no Jewish staff, to the best of my knowledge. My mother was stone deaf at the time. And um, kind of would pretend to would pretend to, to understand what we're saying. She really wouldn't. And that was it. So the next morning, so we found out about it uh, at our time. It was late at night, 12 o'clock at night. At, you know, six, seven morning, we started making plans. We went to visit her at nine in the morning. We go into a room, and again, and she says to us, you know, your teacher passed away last night. So I said, yeah, really? She said, yeah, the very tall one. And they made a funeral very quickly, and they didn't let anybody speak for more than 10 minutes. I, 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 I mean, a double take was me and my wife were kind of floored. And then she said, it must have been your math teacher in sixth grade, something like that. Uh, you know, so what do I make of it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, was it a Nevoah sent down by Kodesh Baruch Hu? What's the What's the point of it? Um, it, it, but but it certainly was way too eerie. I had two, three times like that. When, actually, when she was in, in the home, that she said these eerie things. And uh, so so the and, and the understanding of any of these type of stories that would be true is not that the person is in communication unless you feel the person deserves to be in communication It is that co-op to tap into it. Um, just like different people are gifted in ways, maybe some people have a gift or, or something that allows it. But it's coming from that. The reason why it sees things beyond is because it's just like somebody saying on top of a high hill, you, you see things that are further down the road that other people only see later. Meryl says that about, about Nivua, that, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's already in the formation. It's just that he sees it before you see it. It's, it's already a Matthias of sorts. And he says, And you find that in terms of him that there is truth there. And this is the type of Chalom that Chazal said, that Chalom is Ech Meshish and and it's Novos and Nevoa. Novos and Nevoa means like little fallout from Nevoa. The Fisha, Doma, Gas, Magroma, Shmaim, Chalom, Yesh, Erech, Ma'atim, Nevoa. It has some sort of comparison to Nevoah, but almost not a Nevoah. As if it's bottle Bashishim. 
interesting enough, interesting enough, the Rambam, when he speaks about Kochavim Azolus, if there's any truth to it, not, most of the time he slams down very, very, very hard on it. It's just some Avalim, Kish, all these things. In one place for sure, and I think another place, in his Hakdam in his, he does mention that at times they're right. But, but in the big picture, checker. In, in other words, the fact that somebody may have predicted things in an eerie way does not mean that he's hooked into truth. And therefore, whatever he says doesn't, should not be taken as truth automatically. He's not getting message from Gretsch Brockel. For whatever reason it is, he has a sense about things that will come. So we can buy into that and still say that this, we're, a lot of times, worse than a person who's clueless is somebody who occasionally gets it right. Those people, if somebody keeps, um, you know, buy, betting on horses and he loses, at, at some point he stops betting on horses. If he occasionally wins, then then he never stops betting on horses. So sometimes it's worse. But Akaponim, the Barabinal explains there's a certain type that is that has true things come because there's a place these things can come. Finally, the third, Chalemus Emes Vehine. When a Kaddish Prochu is sending you a message, we get much more specific dreams about this. So this is a very different type of dream. It's a message, and by definition, it has to be true. Things that happen to us seemingly at random are coming from Hashkocha, and therefore Hashkocha is specific. Okay, so these halomos are Avimelech and Lovon. Hashkocha had a reason to come to them, um, and Gidon, he says, was like that. Um, he goes through a shawl that he was expecting Nevoa, expecting Chalomos that weren't coming, means that he usually was used to it, uh, and so on. brings a few of these. Um, uh, now, the next paragraph on page Rejbem Zayin, second paragraph. Both of these, even the dreams come from Gashbar who are not perfect. So here he says he is so um, that if you have a dream, even if it's a message will include elements in it that are not true. And let's explain why that's so and uh, uh, simple. Imagine um, I um, uh, uh, I have a scene in front of me, a live scene, and I take a picture of it. No matter how good the picture is, it's always not quite as good as the source because whatever medium is taking the picture, if it's pixels on a, on a computer screen, if it's, ti- if it's tiny pixels on photographic film, it, whatever it is, you're always getting the medium also. Let's take a simpler example. Imagine I translate somebody else. Somebody's speaking one language, I translate to a second language. Sometimes I willfully am, am trying to, to distort it, 
But even if I dutifully and, and I know both languages perfect, the languages do not contain the exact same terminology. And therefore, it's not imperfect because I'm trying to mislead you or tell you things aren't true. It's imperfect because the medium uh, is, is not going to be a perfect medium. So there will always be things that are not 100% true. And this is what Chazal said when he said, Neither a true chalam nor a false chalam always come true totally. Just like there's no grain that does not have a husk around it, hay around it, then I don't know three dots indicate I skipped, or, 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 or he is very mayach over there. So he said, so what you see from here is there are not um, there are not one type of dream, but there are many types of dream. And he sums up what he said before. Um, I'm going to skip because I, I pushed a little bit short on time and, and I want to get to the end of it. Now, the last paragraph. The reason why Kaddish Prabhu comes down and gives us a dream, so that people um, will straighten out. They have a purpose. I want to want a person to, to do good. I'm going to tell a person what's going to happen now is not a coincidence. It's an einish, or, 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 or what's going to happen now is, is, is a positive reinforcement. It helps a person um, focused on doing right, because when you give a caption to Ashkach, that's going to be, it's a lot more meaningful to a person. Um, and then he says, the next page, he speaks about why Na'arim and Psoim get more more dreams, uh, even true dreams, like the Gemara says that it wasn't. So he says for the same reason because um, they, they they don't they don't include their own thoughts into it. So it's much more clear screen and so on. Okay, let's. Then he says he goes about the difference between a true dream and a not true dream. The true dream he says is the chisom how to distinguish, he speaks about, is it clear, organized, structured, or is it just a mess of different uh, pictures and so on and so forth? Okay, let's skip down to Bishraini. Basically, that's what he's saying. I'm, I'm, I'm summing up. It, it, the third paragraph in the bottom. So what does a piston come in? I mean, a dream is, if it's nonsense, it's nonsense. If it's Gromshmaim, it's Gromshmaim. If it's a mess of Kashbaz, where does the so he gives his own take. It's like a doctor. Just like the doctor, we don't know what's in the body, but the doctor knows how to take the pulse and, uh, and the urine and other things like that. By the way, there were actually, I don't know how early, but I believe sugar was detected very early. They could, they could tell, but I don't think as early as this, but whatever, they had the things. Um, so basically, you're looking for different clues in, in, in different exudes of the person to get a sense of what exactly is inside. He will do the same thing the dream is going to clue him in as to what the meaning would be. So he says, 
um, he speaks about the different requirements. For Ulla is he needs to understand the person's background because not every dream means the same by everybody. And he gives an example. He says, if, if a robber dreamed that he was hung on a tree, it probably will not mean the same as a Tamachacham who dreamt like that. So this might mean that he become very chashim. So, so, so understanding what the dream means needs needs to take a context of a person. The Gemara says over there, um, and then he brings the famous Gemara in Brachis, where he would be poiser ben Hakadosh dreams in a way that were good and so on, because he felt that it was a tzaddik. And all that's meant to come to him is good. So therefore, he, he, um, he told him that Mistama, all these things, are meant to be interpreted as a metaphor for the good. So what does it mean, he says, the next paragraph, But it says, So what does that mean? It doesn't mean that what he says becomes um, so here he says a very interesting chat on it's his chat, I no one else says it. He says the following let's give a marshal. Imagine I give you a bag of stones. And I tell you, this is a present. These are very nice marbles. Um, tell the kids to play with them. They're really they, they're, 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 they're nice little marbles. Or these are cheap paperweights that I, that I picked off the, 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 the beach in somewhere. So you'll take it, and you'll give it to your kids to play with it. You'll use it as paperweights, and, and fine. Imagine these are gems worth millions and millions of dollars. Are you a wealthy man or not? Well, um, it depends. In maybe in some abstract way, maybe the IRS will think that you're wealthy. But you're not wealthy. You don't have millions of dollars. Um, you don't have it because you don't know about it. Let's take another example. Imagine a person has an ailment that Rahman Islam will kill him after five years, but, but for four and a half years, it, it, it has no symptoms. So for four and a half years, this person has this ailment, but is he a sick man or not? If he knows about it, he's, he's a patient from the first day. It, it, it affects him in every way possible. If he doesn't know about it, um, he's not a sick man those years. Yes, in a technical way it is. If you have a dream and you don't understand this meaning, you don't know, then basically it doesn't affect you in any real way. The dream is not affecting you. So the significance of a dream lies in understanding what the dream is about. That's what how he understands that that if if you understand the pisrin, then the dream is meaningful. And to, if not, whatever happens happens. It's it, it's it's it, the dream as such is not of any relevance to you. And then he says that barhedya. Um, so what is the gemara that says barhedya? If, if he got paid, he would be a good paisachal. If he got if he didn't, he would he would say a bad one. So he says he didn't change the dream. But he, every dream has good parts and bad parts to it. 
So Lamash, let's take the example of somebody has a dream that, you know, he found a lot, a lot of diamonds. And one person will say, you're going to become very wealthy. The other person will say, the IRS is going to be after you for a lot of tax. This poor person doesn't know the reason why I'm asking him after a lot of tax. doesn't have a lot, a lot of money. Uh, you know, something along those lines. Finally, Ha'amnam Ruyashaneda, two or three pegas for the end. Shen Chachmas HaPisak Rechshobo, Lo Yisafgo, Le Pisak Cholom Kolopiasi. At the end of the day, it's an inexact science. Vizem Miponim Arba, there are four reasons. First of all, because in the dream itself, he says, It's an imperfect medium, a dream, and therefore you're going to get um, things, not things. It's going to be a grab bag. Two, They're all metaphors, they're so to get, know the exact thing that it is, it, you need to be very smart, Hashlishi, he says, um, the, 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 it, it's very hard to separate the marshal from the nimshal, what is actual and what's a nimshal. Um, and reveals the fourth one, he says, that what the place imagines, the most he can do is, like we said before, you need to have the context. The context most people know is just an immediate context. So I know limited amount about the person, but I need to know many other things about the person. So I'm limited in, in, in my ability. And that's why he says on page Reish Nun, using natural cohos, even though he can do a, somewhat of a good job, but it's not a perfect job. And finally, in the last paragraph, he says, the people that really, people who, who, who give out real personas that, that come true 100%, it's only with Ruach HaKodesh. Yosef HaTzadik, Daniel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi HaKodesh, and all those, they are the ones who, um, the only way, you can you can hit it a bullseye exactly what it means is only ruach hakodesh. The best a person can do a, a post cholim that doesn't have ruach hakodesh is an approximation, a little better, a little weaker. But he has the four things that he listed that are sort of um, really, really, um, you know, cutting down on on, on the chances that he, that he gets it fully right. Okay, we'll hold it here. Any points? Any questions? Uh, how is the cholem or the poster supposed to be able to differentiate and know that this is not mecholem hashav that it's one of the that's the third type of cholem or cholpach is the second kind of cholem in the Abarbanel's classification? Um, so he says it, it depends how strongly. Basically, in a lot of these in yanim, um, in, in, the, in the yanim that are sort of not tivi. There's always a nusach of gavir kapit or libonokfo. If a person feels that his, um, if a person feels um, bad, it bothers him. There's a chiyuti posachalom. Um, there are two people, two big people I know that were posachalomos. One was my father's friend Racha, and the reason he did it was because the Chazanish told him that yochalomos are true, and you need to be posachalom. He was very uncomfortable doing it. He didn't like being public, but he had no choice, so he'd do that. 
And the second person was Abzalik Epstein, who did it because halacha. He said it's a din. Um, and, you know, the din is, Morris says, if a person dreams a dream and he doesn't feel, you know, right, he, he should be paisa. So, it's halacha, it's Morris, so, um, so we do it for that reason. I, I think, so usually in a lot of these things, if a person feels libo nokfo, then being posacholim is appropriate. It's a, it's a gemara. It's not a huji. Would you think it's a, it's a gemara? It's a halacha, and uh, you know, a person should do it. Okay. Um, next week, whatever the island wants, um, it's going to be Hanukkah. Uh, I'm, I'm open. I'll, I'll, I'll probably be in New York, but I'm open to the idea of learning, but uh, I guess you can tell Yaakov, if a few people want to learn, I'd be more than happy to, to learn. Okay. Thank you.